Dark Ray, Dark Ray, Dark Ray. It's the Dark Ray episode. Dark Ray, Dark Ray, Dark Ray. We want Ray and Kylo to bone. Dark Ray, Dark Ray, Dark Ray. On the Smut Hut podcast, we love Dark Ray. That's how we did this so fast. Hey, y'all. This is Kristen from Oklahoma. On AO3 and Twitter, my name is OK Pianist. And I asked if I could also have a smut hut name. So here it is. I'm from the Max Reboner Cantina Band. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the podcast, and I'm looking forward to reading even more Dark Ray fix. Thanks for letting me be silly for y'all. Okay, bye. Dark Ray. Dark Ray. Dark Ray. Dark Ray. Dark Ray. Dark Ray. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Smut Hut podcast. Uh, we are doing today a little short kind of an episode. We were just so excited by the sizzle reel that came out of D23 and Dark Ray and all of the Dark Ray content that's coming out that we just really wanted to uh, put together a little brief episode, talk about all the Dark Ray content we've been seeing. Um, I am your quarter host. My name is Michelle, a.k.a. Commander Poe Hammerin on Twitter, Tumblr, and AO3. I'm Indicative 55. Hi, this is Kay, uh, Blowjob of the Hut, as I'm known here in the Smut Hut. And you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and AO3 at DarkLadyK, D-R-K-L-D-Y-K-A-Y. Hey, everyone. This is Sophia. You can find me on Twitter as... Lady of Rebellion, and you can find me on AO3 as Our Lady of Rebellion. And in the Smut Hut, I'm known as R2, Give Me the D2. Hey everyone, it's Mariana. In the Smut Hut, I'm known as A New Ho with a Silent P. On Tumblr, Twitter, and AO3, you can find me as Death Dama. And you can find us all on Twitter and Tumblr at Smut Hut Podcast. Or go ahead and send us a Gmail if you ever have any questions or suggestions for the podcast. Or, like you heard at the beginning of this episode, you can just, you know, send us something in the email and then we'll make it into our theme song for the day episode. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to OK Pianist Yay. Uh, for our wonderful and amazing Dark Ray theme song. Yeah. Um, another thing that could happen, which will, I guess, be the first topic of our little mini episode here, is that you can dedicate a small word to us. Oh my god! Uh, oh my, god. Uh, oh my gosh! Like Shia did, aka. <laughs> Will we ever recover? Uh, Kylo Ren Vivo on Twitter, right? Yes, that yeah. is that mm-hmm. is her handle. Um, uh, and Tumblr. And Tumblr. Uh, Thea was exceedingly gracious and generous. She wanted to do. She said she had a, a gift slash surprise for us, something like that. And she asked for all of our uh, Twitter handles. And then lo and behold, suddenly, yes. Friday evening, there was a magical piece of work, a two-parter oh featuring Darth, uh, Dark Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called I Will Be the Wolf. And of course, we're talking about diasterisms, uh, as she's known on AO3. <laughs> it's so, it's like I said on Twitter, it's total kismet that diasterisms, the... Uh, Kylo Ren Vivo did this. She had no idea that we were planning on doing a mini episode on Dark Ray and her her gift to us to show her gratitude, her gracious, you know, gratitude for um, being featured in one of our episodes. Uh, the gift was a Dark Ray fic and she had no idea. So we are going to mention that. Talk about it again. So 
Thank you for that, Thea. What I really enjoyed about that whole thing was the fact that she said that uh, our episode really made her feel comfortable to write in different types of fix that she wasn't, you know, going to be pigeonholed in like a certain way. And that makes me really happy. And I hope that our podcast and others like it and other uh, interactions with authors make people excited about the fandom and give them the opportunity to stretch their writing wings in a certain way, you know? Yeah. Or their artistic wings in a different way. It it was like something that I'm just kind of like, it's not in the same gravity as, as Adam Driver, but when they talk to him and he's like, oh, you know, people ask me when this happens to me, I'm like, that's not me. It's happening to someone else. I'm like, I can totally relate in this aspect, even though it's a smaller scale when people are, when Thea's like writing and she's talking to me and she's saying, you know, I feel like this y'all talking about me makes me feel emboldened. You make me feel like I can do more. And I'm just like, what? No, (laughs) me. What? Who? Gosh, (laughs) it's happening to someone else. So I will be the wolf is the fic that we're talking about. Um, Diasterisms on AO3 sent this as a gift to all four of us Um, after our Diastrosum's super episode where we just like praise Kinker for three hours basically came out. Um, <laughs> this is it's one out of two chapters. She did say two, but after some anti comments, she was like, well, bitch, maybe I'm going to make it 10 now. And I was like, yes, please do it. But probably two I have chapters. To laugh. I know. Right. It's at three thousand and one words. And this just went up on the 28th of August, which is not that long before we're recording this. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, please do. Yeah. You owe it to yourself. summary, you do. You really do. I mean, come on. Dastrisms, us, Dark Ray, Kylo. It's like, what else could you need? It's the perfect foursome. In true Thea fashion, the summary is <laughs> she waits for him at the end of a string, which is like, I thought it was fucking amazing. Yeah, I think the string is referring in their force bond. Well, and is like a reference to um, the like Hux having the rebellion at the end of the string where he can track them like no matter where they are. So I think it's kind of a nod to both those that and the force bond. Yes, um, there is. There are some tags to be mindful of. There's some light, dumb, sub things happening. Yes. We're all very happy about. Give me all those dumb, sub things. Give it to me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, dubious consent due to dark side influence. And Mm -hmm. it takes place after the rise of Skywalker, where Mm -hmm. there's some type of thing that happens out on the battlefield and then Rey is consumed by the dark side and she flees and Kylo mm-hmm. pursues her mm-hmm. to Corbin mm-hmm. slash Mor- Morband, I think it's also called. The planet has two names. Um, this is also the place where like Darth Vader used to hang out and it's like the Sith homeworld. Uh, and so he follows her into some like austere black temple and she's there and she's like in this like delicious like evil girl outfit. You know, she's having her like Nancy from the craft moment. And it's a two-parter. The second part hasn't been published yet, but they kind of start fighting and Ray is reciting the Sith words about, uh, you know, force, uh, peace is a lie. There's only passion. The force will free me. So she's reciting these lines. And it's like this weird, it's like she's 
she wants to kill Kylo, but she's like also offering herself to him. Like it's really weird. And like Kylo, like he wants to save her. He wants to defend himself, but he also really wants to fuck her brains out. So this, yes. it's, it's very complex. It's dealing with like a lot of complex systems of arousal and it's great and delicious mm-hmm. and smutty and we highly recommend it. And we can't wait for the second part. Yeah, I hear I hear you say weird, but I think you mean hot. I mean, <laughs> this is what's like it's no, like it reminds me of those like those tweets that you'll see where someone's like me, this, 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 also me, and it's like, or he's like, or maybe it's like, no, you need to come back to the light side, and then she's like, oh, but I, I, you know, there's only one man I want to call my master, and she's talking about him, and he's yeah. like, well, maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe. <laughs> Like, let's not get too hasty here. Terrified. Also, Kylo, extremely aroused. Yes. Also, Kylo, Pikachu. (laughs) Pikachu. Pikachu. I think that Thea is really like flexing and getting into some stuff like this Dom sub stuff. Because of the uh, resurgence of Dark Ray content and uh, Thea's amazing gift piece, it got us thinking about some other Dark Ray fics. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them we may have mentioned before on the show. If not, uh, that's on us because these are great. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna give you some of the things that feature a dark ray. Um, there's that's kind of the really only common theme by different authors, and hopefully there will be something for everyone. So uh, it's your friendly neighborhood host, Plajava the Hut here, who has been standing dark ray since like eighth grade. Let's be honest. Okay, when I saw Darth <laughs> Maul, when I saw Darth Maul for the first time, I knew that that was my calling true. <laughs> like something was like, ignited within her yeah i was like those horns something was these. doubly ignited i mean yeah i <laughs> i i needed i needed there to be some of that darkness inside of me not that i personally had a, like a thing for darth maul because like whatever he doesn't really do it for me but i know he does it for some of our lovely listeners out there she, i kind of like i can see it like let me i'm not gonna lie listen Okay, so if I if I lived in a galaxy far, far away in a time long, long ago, and a Dathomirian dude with the horns, right? Like he did, he wasn't a mm-hmm. Sith Lord; he was mm-hmm. like a dude, and he rolled up to me in the space cantina and was like, "Hey, how you doing? Can I buy you a drink?" I I wouldn't turn. Him I would. Yeah, I would be doing, like, "Okay." I'd be like. Sure. Cool. I mean, I'm going to mix phantoms here. I would ask for a Cardassian sunrise, but like, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, he, I mean, that was for some of us, those who like our time was not the original trilogy. Our time was the prequels. It was formative to to our adolescence for some of us. And he was the first like physical incarnation of like the dark side. And because I'm going to I'm going to put this out here. It's really hard as a as just a, a I want to just I'm just going to make this universal as a universal human experience to relate to Darth Vader, who's essentially just a mask that breathes. Yeah, he's impersonable <laughs> at first. Mm-hmm. until you get to the uh, prequels and you get to the Clone Wars. Darth right, Vader right. is an inaccessible character for a lot of us. I think that's a fair statement. <laughs> but Darth Maul is way more. Oh, he's super accessible. <laughs> mm. As the charming, as the charming Mar put it, the mouth breather, the mouth breather, the mouth breather. <laughs> God, I will never get. Oh, that is the best. String bean, string bean, and mouth breather are my two favorites. Shout out to her, Gomar. We appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, so so, and the, the dark side is always going to be alluring. 
It is. Like, that's why I am fiercely anti-First Order, but, like, they're a little dark side. Like, I get it. You're like, you're that Thor, you're that Thor meme, the... Yeah. Am I really? Is it? It's like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a Sith pledge. Yes, there is no... Like, right. Peace is a lie. Peace is a lie. There's, There's only, only passion. 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 Hello. Yeah. Hello. The Force will right. free me. Yes, and uh, I'm like, please, the piece is a lie. There's only passion. I will take that. Oh, yeah. The way that Thea tied that into that thing was ridiculous. It's got that rebellion. It's got the same rebellious aesthetic as essentially like Lucifer. Yeah. Right. Falling mm-hmm. straight from heaven. Yeah, it's got that dark Right into my vibe. arms. So like, mm, as you all know, I, I think in like, whenever I react and think, it's usually in meme or song. So whenever I saw uh, Dark Ray, I was like, I ain't got no type. Bad bitches is the only thing that I like. <laughs> Seriously. So you're such a okay. You're a gem. You're a gem. This is, this is accurate. This is accurate because oh, the coolest female characters, and I'm not saying the best. I'm saying cool. I'm not equating cool with best. I'm talking like attitude, aesthetics, big lightsaber, energy, the baddest, coolest bitches in a galaxy far, far away. Are Darksiders. So for me, I mean, they're all they're all morally ambiguous. Oh, totally. Or bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I mean, it, but I that's just accessible. Think, yes. Because, you know, like, don't get me wrong. Like, Ray is an excellent character. I'm very happy she's here. I do not have hate mm-hmm. for Ray. I don't. This is not no. a hating on Ray conversation in the least. All I'm saying is that good characters, regardless of gender identity, can be like a little milk toast. Now, Ray got super interesting in The Last Jedi, in my opinion, because she was dabbling with the dark side, because we saw her struggle on Octo between those two pools on the spectrum of the force, right? Mm-hmm. And that was interesting mm-hmm. because that made her more accessible. Because it, it it made us it was a way to to show that she was not simply good simply perfect like it it showed that her default is still somewhere in the gray area Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. is cool and interesting as uh as a plot device as a part of the story right uh so yeah i super agree that um being morally ambiguous ambiguous makes characters more accessible and that's why (laughs) dark side characters i think tend to be a little bit more engrossing Mm -hmm. or or even just like they haven't figured it out yet yeah you know, like yeah. with Ray and going into like the cave and everything. It's kind of like she hasn't figured it out yet, but she's not like so closed off, like you were saying, to like the moral ambiguity. Um, and I would just like to say that just let fucking women be bad. Yeah. Like I'm 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 mm-hmm. tired of uh the letting people women be bad uh when we're like I'm tired of seeing women be bad in the same way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they're always, like, femme fatale, so sexy. I like this idea of Rey being, flirting with the dark side and being a different kind of dark sider. I just yeah. think that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And this conversation reminds me of one of my favorite dark side bad bitches, uh, Asajj Ventress. Oh, yeah. So, for those of you familiar with Asajj mm-hmm. Ventress in the Clone Wars, now, mm-hmm. she is, she she has the aesthetics of a femme fatale. Mm-hmm. That's definitely there. Mm-hmm. but. Her character story is so interesting because she's like, I am trying to follow who's Darth Tyrannus, right? yeah. who's Count Dooku. 
she's like, I'm trying to follow him. Like, I'm trying to be mm-hmm. a good apprentice. But then when she realizes that, like, he doesn't really care about her, that he's willing to sacrifice her, you know, to meet his other needs, she begins to realize that she does have, like, she values herself and she values mm-hmm. her life and, and what she's capable of. And to see someone else not value that, like, it makes her question her loyalty. Right. And that's why we see her having those moments where she's like getting buddy buddy with Obi-Wan. I'm not saying that those moments don't have sexual tension because they absolutely (laughs) do. They do. They do. And Cartoon Network can pretend like that's not what was happening. But we all saw the footage. We have receipts and we know that that was what was really happening. (laughs) But that was just parallel to her character development. Not like she had two kinds of character development where she was flirting with Obi-Wan, but she was also beginning to come into her own and understand herself work. That's all I'm trying to say. She can be both. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say another way that women are often characterized as like being bad is that they like act bad, but like when it comes to it, like they don't have any bite. Like there's nothing actually there and it's all an act. So seeing this sizzle reel, which we're going to talk about a little bit more later, and seeing Dark Ray and just being like, there's the there's a chance there's a possibility that it is there like it it it's there yeah well, that's very exciting for me. her face is just dead it's her eyes are dead okay but i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop okay so, yes so okay okay, okay. So, so fix that being said i have have been rooting for a, a female dark sider in live action for a very long time so seeing dark ray is just like a re- fulfillment of my 13-year-old desires. So I have been just slowly but surely eating my way through lots of dark graphics. And so we're going to talk about a couple just really fast. I'm going to go ahead and wreck some pretty old ones. This one is from August 2018. Uh, It's called It's the God That Heroine Prays To by Raindrop Waltz. And uh, it's the summary is he brings sacrifice and rage to her bloody altar begging to be favored. And she... She, with a heavy heart and burning core and knowing eyes, she returns to let him worship time and time and again. And a lot of these Dark Ray fics are going to be one shots. So I'm not actually going to go into it too deeply because I really want you guys to read them. Yeah. Uh, Our tags, we've got some blood kink. So if that freaks you out. Also, I'm burying the lead here, but this is a Hux Ray fic. Yeah, it's a Ray Hux fic. Another one of my favorite is, honestly, I need any excuse to have Hux worship worship Ray. Yes. Uh, (laughs) he's a sniveling Uh, little butt and like that is what he should be doing he should be licking the boots of better women (laughs) all the time yes yes honestly and that sounds like his kink too that's also a tag so this is essentially just all sex yeah uh he just she just comes straight from a fight and they just have sex and she's just covered in blood and he's terrified but so turned on yeah uh and so that again was called it's the god that heroin prays to Mm mm-hmm and I want to say maybe we've like briefly mentioned that one in the past, which means, loyal listeners, if we've talked about a fic multiple times, it's really worth your time. It's uh, left its mark on us, you might say. Oh, yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, and then I've read this one as well. This one is another farther. This is even older. This is from uh, July 15th, 2018. This one is called Strumpet Song by Apricot. Uh, Apricot has also written a Bedrooms Hymn series, which I think um, I've looked at a few times on here. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of good stuff in there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. My, mm-hmm. it's my other favorite, which is Jedi Ben Solo Dark Ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so yes, this one, yes. This one powerful does, light, powerful darkness. This one totally has some rape non-con. That's definitely an mm-hmm. archive warning. It is explicit. Mm-hmm. Our tags are unwilling arousal, 
face sitting, blowjobs, bondage, femdom, praise kink crying, overstimulation, orgasm delay, <laughs> absolutely no plot, uh, role reversal. I'm just, Kay is like, these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. It's so true. Yes. The face sitting, yes, the blowjob. That's job. the look on Kay's face right now. It's all accurate. It's true. It's all of it. So, summary, <laughs> summary, strumpet song by Apricot. Kira keeps the Jedi for herself. That's the summary. That's all you need to know. So imagine the the uh, uh, interrogation scene. Just imagine that. Imagine Kira capturing Jedi Ben. He hasn't turned. Uh, the Jedi uh, school is still kind of struggling. He's still Luke's, you know, protege, uh, protege Padawan. Uh, and she just she just she takes him. She's like, you have the map. You have the plans. I don't know what the plans of the map are because there's no plot here. And I'm going to take you for myself. And she just fucks the ever living light out of him. And I just <laughs> love it so much. So Strumpet Song by Apricot is delicious. You'll like that one. And then I actually asked uh, quite a few people on Twitter to see if they gave me any suggestions on some dark gray fix that they may have liked. Uh, and so I got some new ones that were inspired by the trailer. I have one here from uh, August 2019. So it was after our sizzle reel. And this is by yours truly, Commander Shepard. And the sum there's no summary here. Um, it's just my own feverish and horny imaginings. Uh, and so our tags here. <laughs> Great tag. <laughs> uh, we don't really have anything exciting. TROS spoilers. If if you do, if you're trying to go in with nothing here, canon verse, post canon drabble. D23 trailer, oral sex, dark ray, Ben Demption. You'll be the one to turn. Mm. So nothing really exciting. This one is, oh man, this Ray in um, Desperately Wanting is, she does not give a fuck. She just, <laughs> she just, she just, just, just eats this Ben alive, like mm. in a couple different ways. Mm. Uh, she is just. These are really horny imaginings. And yeah. she's just merciless, just merciless. You know, she's telling Kylo that, like, why do you wear uh, that stupid thing? Uh, his mask. Yeah. She says after a beat, turning seamlessly to sneer at Kylo's apparel. You know, I can see your mind. It looks ridiculous with all those cracks. So so she and him. Damn. This is this is imagining. I'm assuming that that they ended up together and she's on uh, helping him conquer the galaxy. Uh, the Mon Calmaris have just uh, surrendered. And so Ray is training in his bedroom, just killing stormtroopers willy nilly. And he is so turned on, but so terrified. And at the end, you actually get this sort of like sense of hope because our our Kylo is actually actually reaches out to Leia, realizing that turning Ray was a bad idea. Oh, wow. So it's very, very dark and deep. Oh. And it's only one chapter. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. Of that one chapter. Yes. Damn, okay. Taz Damn. Ren. Uh, I love it when fic authors wreck themselves. So please do. Taz Ren uh, gave me theirs. Steal me from myself. Another smuggler Ben Solo meets. Michelle just threw her hands up. Ray. Hi. That's so great. I love uh, smuggler Ben so Solo and uh, Dark Ray. So this summary is smuggler Ben Solo tangles with the wrong person when he tries to put one over on the mysterious woman with a blazing red saber until she tangles with him. Can a divergent fic inspired by a piece of art for the Raylo Gifts project? I would just like to draw your attention uh, to this art. Uh, the art in here is beautiful. So good. Thank you, Fahrenheit. Uh, they're Fahrenheit on Tumblr as well. It's 
I really love Ben's face right now. He's got these beautiful plush lips. Oh, my God. And his hair just looks sweaty and sexy. And he's wearing, like, his dad's outfit. Mm -hmm. And his nose looks like it could hit your clit in just the right way. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that. (laughs) Sorry. It just looks really good. This is why I really appreciated that, that other person who, like, their their description or whatever summary was my own horny imaginings i'm like ain't that fan fiction though like (laughs) this it really uh, is collectively our horny imaginings well this one's mine when i see that nose i'm like what that nose do everyone else is focused on everything else but what that nose do so Tazran wrote this beautiful work uh, that is Smuggler Ben Solo in the cantina, of course. Uh, can feel someone watching him because he is force sensitive and uh, gets pinned by uh, Kira, Lady Kira of the Knights of Ren because she's Kira Ren. Just essentially he has a good time and he's like trying to use the force on her with the, you know, suggestive like there are you there. You don't need these droids. You know, I don't have any plans. I have no idea what artifact uh-huh. you have. And she kind uh-huh. of falls for it for a second. And then she's pissed because she realizes she falls for it. And then she <laughs> like decides that she's going to take pieces and bits of him for herself. He gets her and to see the light. Literally Ben fucks her into Gray Ray. Because she's like, here's my number. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, here's a binary beacon. Like, here you go. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk some more. Yeah. <laughs> essentially what she says. Just for me, my, my master doesn't know anything about this. So that one's a fun one. And then my last <laughs> one here is called I Said to My Soul, Be Still with by Linear A, who just makes me shiver. <sighs> there is some rape non-con. Uh, and there's mm. definitely femdom and porn with feelings and extremely, extremely dubious consent. And Linear A is just so good. Here's here's yes, the summary. So good. Her black boot <laughs> lashes out the heavy heel against his shoulder, throwing him on his back in the dirt. Show me your heart, Jedi. But it's not his heart she's looking at as she stands over him. Her weapon is deactivated and fastened to her belt in mm. one gesture. Without its red blaze, she looks more human, younger. But there's a lurid grow, gl- glow in her gaze as she rakes his bare chest with her eyes and lingers appraisingly on the point of his humiliation, his loss of self-control. Oh. Ben Solo makes a desperate stand to save the resistance, but Snoke's apprentice isn't quite ready to kill him. So uh, I'm not even going to go into this because you're just going to fan yourself. And I, Linear A does such a good... Linear kind. A understands Humil- humiliation kink. Yes. She and, and dirty gets talk. It. And dirty talk. She really gets that whole like power play vibe. Like she mm-hmm. understands how to layer that. It's like a perfectly stacked cake, which is like exacting <sighs> levels of frosting <sighs> and cake and fruit is and just come. <laughs> Sorry guys. Sorry guys. She did a bathroom sex work. So she was like, oh, I was supposed to write today and I didn't do anything. Like, maybe I'll write some travel. And then someone was like, do this. And she was like, okay. And then she did that. But like, whoa, took it to like a different level. Oh, I'll tag you in it. She did this. She did another bathroom sex fic, which I also have a thing. A brunch bathroom sex fic. Y'all missed it. Oh, she was like, you know, when you have that friend that like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, if you insist and then they just like bust it out. Um, Tag me in this too, please. Because okay. I missed this. 
what happened was she started drinking champagne and then it wasn't going to get any work work done. And so then she felt angry about it. And someone was like, no, you should we write travel while you're drunk. And then she was like, yeah, sure. OK, fine. So she started writing this whole fic about brunch, about standing in line for brunch and people getting sat before you. And how come I can't get sat? And why is everybody late? And I'm starving. And of course, Ben's like, they know me here. He, he, they don't know each other. <laughs> they know me here. Why am I being made to wait? And there's a pretentious bartender. And uh, Ben's upset because the pretentious bartender is like staring at Ray and there's bathroom sex and then my favorite part was Slip going under jumped in so Kate did and Kate was like this is so good and Linear A is like I'm so sorry am I biting off of you like is this like am I like stealing your bathroom sex and Slip going under goes there's a large enough bathroom for all of us essentially it's true (laughs) it's true bathrooms for all anyway no but but the reason I brought it up is because she even slipped the humiliation kink yes. into there. Yes, she, she did. did. Yes, she did. Ray totally was like, listen, I just met you, but I'm about to hand you your ass and you're about to like it. And he was like, yes, ma'am. I have a question about the dark Ray fic by Lanieri. Um, So I am not somebody who can do a lot of dub con, which you all know and listeners, like if you're like me and you ever need some recommendations, hit me up. Um. So my question is, is the non-con kind of Debcon coming from Ray or is it coming from Ben? 90% of the time in the Dark Ray fix, it's Ben who's the more non-con. It's Ray like making him feel unwilling arousal. Like he's very aroused, but he is like, no, I'm a Jedi or no, Ray, you're under the influence of the dark side. So it's usually yeah. it's usually her being like, I'm going to eat you. She's alive. holding the power, basically. Okay. Yes. Um, it might be a tiny bit hypocritical of me, but I just can't do when it's like the, the male figure is the one that is. I wouldn't call that hypocritical. Everyone like, has their triggers and, you know, but I can't it, it is like the, the one that's in power and is kind of like forcing the but female it's, there's character. Something, there's something cathartic about. About, you know, being able to read it with where you, the female's holding the power. Yes. Know? So that was my question, because I that's a fic that I feel like I can get on board wa- with, even if it's has the non-con or Debcon. T- Would you be comfortable with me reading you a uh, paragraph of this, which kind of like it shows? Yes. Yes. OK. <laughs> <laughs> OK. How well do you take orders, Jedi? Her voice is very close. He can feel her breath on his ear because I take them very badly. Her hand closes over his cock so suddenly and cruelly that he almost howls. She strokes him roughly, the muscles in his stomach spasm, and he almost doubles up, knees to his chest. But she slams his shoulders back into the dirt with the force. He can't even call it pleasure what he's feeling. It's just too much. He gasps, gasps, rolling his head. Shh, shh. She soothes him and slows her hand. Something soft and strong closes around his thigh. She straddled his bent leg, holding it between her knees as her hand keeps moving. She shifts herself down and back and begins to rub against him. I will play with you if I want, she says between her teeth. Play with you, eat you, drag you back to Master Snoke, a cum-stained mess with the taste of me on your pretty lips. He tries. He tries so hard not to imagine how she might taste like salt, like blood, like an emergency, not to push his leg up against her, not to thrust his cock into her hand. He tries. There is emotion, but there is peace. (laughs) What is on your head? (laughs) What did you put on your head? Is that a pair of like pants? Toddler shorts. (laughs) Toddler shorts. Yeah. <laughs> shorts. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Mariana had to hide in plain sight. She had to pull an ostrich. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's that's linear A's humiliation. Can we, can we talk about how one of the tags is overstimulation and like just listening to that is an overstimulation? Yes. <laughs> yes. Just like that. Those two paragraphs. I'm like, I'm that meme. I'm that meme of Adam Driver as like a medic. I'm calling the police. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> should, I, oh my gosh. <laughs> should I talk about broken skin? Yeah, do it real quick. Okay. Uh, so we have we have one more dark race suggestion for y'all. And this one's an old one too, right? Yeah, this one is from July of 2017. Even older. Mm. Yeah, and this the is the power that Raylos and maybe not Raylos, but the power that they all have. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes. Um, so this is from Isha Ren of Summer Heat <sighs> fame. Oh, that's a Raylo for sure. Which remains yeah. enshrined in Raylo AU canon and ABO canon. I just checked on it today. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you checked on it today. This oh. is not pressure, Isha Ren. This is not pressure. This is love. No. This is love. Yes. Okay, so Isha Ren has broken skin. And this is 11 chapters. They're pretty long. Uh, it's over 61,000 words. Okay. Uh, but sh- long story short, I'll read you the summary. Snoke won. After only a few short years of open conflict following destruction of the Hosnian system, Luke Skywalker was dead, the Republic fallen, and a new empire was born. With his dark protector, Kylo Ren, and his silent and damaged Empress Rey at his side, Emperor Armitage Hux's rise was unstoppable. Secretly, the three of them were lovers, until it came to an abrupt end with the loss of Kylo. It has been 60 years since the events of The Force Awakens. Rey, long estranged from Hux, is called back to him from her, from her home with her master. She must face the ghosts of the past while her children, both Hux's and Kylo's, fight to secure their place in the galaxy for the next generation. So uh, this, is, this is like super dark. So I want to make sure I tell you some of the tags. Uh, there's implied references to uh, torture, abuse, and child abuse. There's uh, emotional abuse, forced marriage, and imprisonment. So there's there's dubcon. Um, there's also uh, topics surrounding suicide, suicide attempts, and uh, suicidal thoughts. Uh, and then there is a forced pregnancy. Uh, however, it's important to note that these sort of like forced relationships are not happening between Ray, Kylo, and Hux. It's Snoke's influence mm-hmm. on the trio. Um, so okay. it, it's Snoke who's forcing them to do this, not um, them forcing each other to do these things. So I think that's an important thing to okay. note for people who yes. are interested in Ray Lux, but don't want to see mm-hmm. a Ray Lux trio where they're hurting each other. So I just Absolutely. thought I would say that. Um, but otherwise, it's uh, some other the fun tags. Polyamory, established relationship. Um, polyamory, Big Bang. Uh, old people still like sex, so we get to see Hux and Ray as people who have aged with the Force, and I think that's really interesting. Uh, but we also get lots of flashbacks, hot and sexy flashbacks, to when the trio were young and banging. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's just a heads up. Um, if you're looking for something that is a little bit more um, uh, a bigger quantity of a Dark Ray experience uh, and something that is Ray Lux, if that's also something that you're into. Uh, so I think those are all of the fix uh, that we wanted to make sure we highlighted today in this short episode. And next, we, we believe me, we're going to have more. Yeah, <laughs> like we're, <laughs> we're really looking forward to it. 
I'm sure. And like Kay was saying earlier, we love it when um, we get recommendations. We're obviously really going to be on the lookout for this kind of stuff since with everything that we're being fed from like Disney and all the Mm -hmm. images and sizzle rolls and everything coming out. So if you have a um, dark ray fic or art piece or mood board or whatever that you've found, that you've created, yes, Mm -hmm. tag us. We will... I'll be super grateful. Yeah, there's always room for more Dark Ray. Uh, okay, so let's uh, talk about the sizzle reel. This is the one that was played at D23 when everyone was like, no, they're taking my phones. No, no, we're never going to say anything. Okay, who's live tweeting? Wait, are you allowed to live tweet? No, you didn't register as media. You can't live tweet. No, they're taking my computer. It was such a disaster as I'm like refreshing Twitter frantically trying to get something from them. Yeah. And they just they just gave it to us within the first five minutes. And they're like, we'll release it on Monday. And everyone's like, no, they're not going to release it. It's a bait and switch. And they did release. And I'm very impressed. And here we are. We were yes. fed. I just sat back. I just sat back and watched with my popcorn as everything. I was like, like, just give me the content. Yeah. Just like, okay, how, however it gets to us, just get it to us. Although it was kind of shitty the way they treated Slimo. I'm just going to point that out. No, that's, yeah, but that, that's that just really me. is. Yeah, that really Super is. Fair. She's doing a lot of work for the Raylo For free. And Star Wars they get a lot yeah. of like publicity from her. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. It's true. We love you, Slimo. Seriously. Yay. Yes, we do. Make her bless your work. Can I just say with mm. this Rise of Skywalker, this whole, it all starts out with this like homage to the old things, but who's do you yeah. see kissing? Who do you see kissing? It's Anidala and you get Han and Wait. Leia. So those are the mm-hmm. only kisses you get. You don't get any, you don't get any Finn Rose, which, you know, I think they deserve kisses all the time. Yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. we deserve more Rose content 110%. But why would you show. The kissing between Padme and Anakin and Han and Leia, unless there's going to be a space kiss in Rise of Skywalker. Look, Mm -hmm. we're just saying a pattern has been established. We are just following the logic that was put in front of us. Like, this is the data we were given. I just want you all to know, I'm letting you all three know that even though I'm hearing this objectively, I'm not accepting it. Just so I'm not disappointed. So when we're in the theater, I will scream. <laughs> yes, I will I think we're scream. All screaming, regardless. Yes, we will be. at like, the top of be. my lungs. I will scream. So just so you know, I will. TRS is going to be <laughs> daddy, regardless. It's going to make all of us scream. I mean, I just, we're so I excited. can't wait. We're so excited. I can't wait. All right, so we got. Two sons, we got Luke, we got Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. We got our shots <sighs> of all our mains on this biz. This made me so emotional when I first got it. It's hard yes. not to feel the feelings. This is extremely evocative. <sighs> well, yeah, and then we're coming to the last chapter. There's the kiss. This is a very, like, prolific story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh. There's the kiss again. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting, too, the way they're doing it in chronological order. Right? Yeah. Like, film chronological order instead of... Uh, the chronology of the universe. Of the universe, yeah. Oh, there's another kiss. Excuse yeah. me, a familial kiss. Yeah. 
god. It's a distraction. This music. This music. It's so just. It's just like I want to get up and cheer and I want to dance and I want to party. <laughs> you guys. Ownerships are so many. Ugh. Uh, okay. Oh my god! C3PO so pissed at these Skywalkers! <laughs> that oh, tweet the that red string! Like, red, the red string! <sighs> she yes. awaits him at the end of a string. Yes, and the whole, like, the red strings of destiny and the fucking fight, and they're actually getting so wet. Oh, Michelle is me right now. Yes, yes queen! Okay, but like that part where Kylo Ren is walking up to her and his, he ignites his lightsaber and it's just dragging in the ground and he doesn't even care. Like that has so much mm-hmm. fucking big dick energy. Like I Absolutely. can't even. He like uh, does it for me every I time. Can't. I can't with this. What I'm really enjoying that someone posted posted on Twitter is the fact that uh, the first teaser trailer we got at Comic-Con had it ended with a key change for Kylo's music. It was a key change and the key change was a, yes. a higher up. So it was more of a hopeful yep. of his. And then this one ends mm-hmm. in a lower keychain for a key change in Ray's theme at the end. And it just makes me shiver, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. excited. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, I absolutely recommend listening to uh, What the Force did an episode where they talk about uh, the music, the scoring. Yeah. They mm-hmm. had someone go on that like works in that and they explained how like all like talked about how like the movie, the the sequel trilogy is telling you what's going yes. on just with the scoring alone. It's foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. so it's like this is why it's important even if you don't like it to learn about opera. Yeah. Star Wars uh, is a space opera. The music is extremely is important to I the mean, story. The creator, the writer himself is like, it's an opera in space. It's a soap opera in space. Like, right. Okay. So what was everyone's favorite part that wasn't just Dark Ray? <laughs> okay. The cut to Dark Ray. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out about the cut to Dark Ray. To me. The way because they could have just opened on Dark Ray, but they opened a second before we get to Dark Ray and they cut over to her. And to me, that's kind of telling me a lot about what the scene actually is. It's kind of giving me some feelings about like when we're going to get this in the movie and like whose kind of perspective this might be coming from. Just the fact that it's like like we we are focused on something else and then we cut and then there's Dark Ray. And I am having a lot of feelings about this cinematically. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that second, that half a second pause mm-hmm. was a very pregnant pause. You're yes. like, okay, they're going yes. after each well, other. They're fighting. And then, oh shit, she decided to turn to the dark side. Yeah, if you take that in sequential, sequential order, it's going Kylo Ren and Ray fight and then mm-hmm. Ray is dark. We don't know how we got to that place. But all we right. know is that that is where the train is headed. Now, I that's not that's not my personal theory though. But no. we can we can get to that. My yeah. favorite part um, of this tra- oh well no is I think it is just dark gray shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already talked about Ben dragging his lightsaber. Yeah, over. that was hot. Right, that was the great fight between them. Yeah. Um, although 
Ray looks really buff when she's practicing in the woods and when she yeah. grabs the lightsaber after throwing it and she yeah. just like catches it seemingly without even looking at it. Like that mm-hmm. was hot. That was really hot. That it was, was hot. It was really enjoyable. I was into that. Um, but I also appreciate because <laughs> we don't know the context yet. But then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you get this shot of C-3PO with red eyes and it's just like he's done with that Skywalker bullshit. <laughs> but it's like a great little comedic break in the seriousness like, like, of it. Um, who was it? Vi Violet on mm-hmm. Twitter was like C-3PO is like it was this was supposed to be a nice brunch. Yes. And I've had it with all of you. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've had it Ben. this could have been a nice brunch if it wasn't for you. You made it the worst. <laughs> Master Solo, you have ruined another brunch. And what about you, Mari? What yes. was your favorite part? I'm like, so my favorite part for me is like, it has to be when they're fighting. Like, oh, yeah. I just, yeah. Okay. When he's, wa- these are two different scenes, but when he's walking, like, up to I, her. I love Stan Twitter because they break everything down, but the way he's walking determinedly toward, presumably toward Ray. People point out that whenever he's in distress, he always like has his hand in a fist, like yeah. fist. But mm-hmm. in but in this one, his hands relax and he's like, "All right, let's do this." And then he just like turns that lightsaber on and just drags the tip on the floor. Mm-hmm. So like, do you feel like that's a pouting posturing. moment or a rage moment? He's so pissed he doesn't care, or he's just so annoyed. No, he's like, oh, "This is what I live for." Is what the energy yes. that I get from him. Like this is like what he's more excited. She's right over there, or I don't know where he's. I mean. I'm assuming these are two different. It's like it's like resolve. It, like he's coming, yeah. ready and prepared. Like he knew this is exactly what was going to happen. Yep. And yes. he's like, I'm ready for this. I've been prepared for this. This is where I was like, this is where it's all leading to. And then they cut to the fight, and I'm just like, I lost it. I screamed that mm-hmm. fight. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Medi and I were talking about. This. I don't know if y'all have been reading. About, I've seen bits of this on Twitter, but uh, and then like on Tumblr and stuff. But like apparently. When, like, two powerful force users, like, come yes. into uh, proximity, it can create something called mm-hmm. a force storm. And so all of the water peeling yeah. up and everything is supposed to be because, like, their power is radi- radiating off of them and it's affecting the atmosphere. And, like, and I read mm-hmm. that, like, no one can control that. Like, that the Sheev can't be the one controlling it is what they're trying to say. Oh yeah, my God. it's just the thing that's, oh that happens. God. And, like, that is basically, to me, like... Two people's force seg- signatures just like fucking each other. Like that's <laughs> that's what it's that's what my brain is doing with that information. It's like, why is that happening? It's like, oh, because Ray's force signature yeah. has Kylo Ren's force signature bent over a cosmic table. Like that's <laughs> and she's met she's metaphorically that's pegging him as yeah. She's getting him right in the nebula, y'all. Like that's <laughs> Think about how many weather events we've seen um, them photographed in. Yes. Or, we, this, or the video of them fighting in the storm. I mean, there's a reason sense. that that scene is pivotal and it was shown to us. They, they're, they're telling us without telling us by featuring it in the Vanity Fair shoot and calling it Star Cross. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, yes. They also, re- I don't know. If- can we talk about like, I'm going to get like real esoteric and disgusting right now. Let's just talk about the symbology. I love it when you get esoteric (laughs) and classist. Do it. (laughs) I love it. Let's talk about the symbology of water and like how water is also about creation. Like the birth waters 
The waters of the womb. And what was he wiping? What was he wiping off of his glove in the in TLJ after seeing her? Yeah, the moisture. Yeah, yeah. And so like and like yeah. cleansing. Yeah, and like arousal, uh, arousal, especially when it comes to uh, female yeah. pleasure and what we're talking about, yes. the female vagina. So like, because I don't want to throw shade at mass vaginas, they exist. So for for our for people who have read uh, the classic Western canon, there's um, I think it's uh, Paradise Lost. And oh. who wrote Paradise Lost? It wasn't Dante. It was the other guy, Milton. And Anytime you talk about the Western canon. <laughs> and it talks about God creating the, the world. So it's like it's like a poetic version of Genesis. And mm-hmm. one of the phrases that like has always stuck out with me, like ever since like what was this junior year uh, of college is congenial moisture, which is like talking about. <laughs> It's, it's worse than about, moist. Yes. Get moist out of the thing and use that is what hurts my ears. And it's Ooh. moist. It's a, it's a phrase that's used <laughs> to describe like the newly birthed world, right? And it's it's like a resi- it's like a residuals of the creation and birth of the world. Um, and so uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, how do you get to birth? Creation. What's creation? That's Ray's four signature having Kylo Ren's four signature bent over a cosmic table. Like, that's how we or got they, there. People keep saying that this is reverse Amidala. That's what they're saying. Well, and uh, we were just talking about how it's kind of like uh, Ray's sexual awakening, which is, is part of like her force awakening and also her sexual awakening, which is why we see Kylo half naked, which is why we see Kylo in compromising situations because it's bought from the female gaze. Yeah. And I mean, let's just think about all those like gifts right now that we all send each other when we're reading like a really hot piece of fic oh, or yeah. see a, like an image or whatever that's just like sploosh. Yeah, anything that translates to sploosh. Sploosh. <laughs> that's like our entire I just vocabulary to, at this true. I appreciate mm-hmm. how you make it sound so eloquent and then leave it to Stan Twitter to like cut to that scene in TLJ when he's wiping his mouth or and he's uh, the, my favorite tweet was, we get it, you dumb slut. You eat pussy. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm like, or we could just say it that way. Oh, man. Or I need could. that gif. I need the gift. And when he wipes the water off his face and looks at it in his glove, I need it to just like pause. And I just need like in bold face type congenial moisture. That's- <laughs> congenial moisture. I just need like, that. Or just like in bold, this is subtext. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Just hit everybody over the head with a hammer. Hardcore subtext. My favorite part was the uh, the music. Um, I ha- oh, was very yeah. lucky to have seen John Williams uh, this summer. Uh, no, last summer, actually. And he, you know, he's getting getting on there in age. Um, they actually he only did half of the show conducting uh, because he was starting to feel very tired. So he did a large portion of it, but they did a lot of music from his other movies. Um with a guest conductor who was his friend. Um, And I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl and he is just so magical. Like just, he just loves his job so much and he loves this franchise and um, getting to hear that culmination of this, this like saga happening with these three sets of films is just, gives me the shivers. And that's exactly what happened. Like that, that like slow buildup, which 
I think it's great because OK Pianist does it in our like intro for this. She like <laughs> plays with like Ray's theme and and the Empire's theme together. And like that is a perfect example of just the way that the themes like meet each other. And I it got, makes me I emotional. I'm so excited. You don't even know. Like, I feel like that little it, girl who's like her mouth is covered in like, uh, what is it? Uh, a candy corn, candy, cotton candy. <laughs> and she's just shaking her fists at like a, a sporting event. Yes. She's just like, this is amazing. So hyper. Because well, so the music the is so incredible. Like that, that music plays a huge part in my emotions. The way that they're like at the beginning with like the binary suns, like when the music starts, that's when I start feeling yes. like. Yes. Yes. The music and the music is just, it's so important to the franchise as a whole. Like the hearing any of the music, like the big themes, like the Imperial March or uh, the isn't there like a theme? What's the, the opening theme for Star Wars when you're seeing the backwards scroll? Uh, you know, we yep. whenever we hear that stuff, it's like so ingrained in Americana. Mm-hmm. When you hear those those bits of music, like you can't help, like Mariana said, but to feel certain things. It's funny you say that because uh, my husband is a film major. And so he was actually reading a petition online that now that fox and disney are own oh disney owns fox but they want the 20th century fox at the beginning of it again because it's so ingrained in the star wars like brain that when you hear the intro to star wars you have to hear the 20th century fox music beforehand Mm -hmm. and that's that's and and my husband even said didn't really feel like a star wars movie because i didn't hear the 20th century fox music beforehand (laughs) when he saw when we came out of tl not into tlj uh the force awakens and we were kind of like feeling very like shocked by what our expectations were and what we got which was wonderful but also wow uh he was like does is it really a star wars movie if we don't get that and i think that's part of this like what you're hearing and what you're feeling you know yeah Music is just so I feel so that's why I always think in music. Music is just it's a amazing hyper, it's a so hyperlink like, to yeah. memories. Well, yeah. either way, I'm really excited about December. I think all of us are excited about December. Yeah. We are so hyped. And Whoop. I'm so glad for these content creators to fucking just feed us because now we have all these art uh, things that we've got. Does anybody oh, yes. got a, okay. anyone want to talk about some of the art that we've got? I'll start slow. I think Michelle has her hand up. Okay. okay. What? I what? Do. do you want to talk about one first? I just. I do. I I have some things up. Among them is a piece by Miss Bliss 12. Um, they're on Tumblr and Twitter. And if you haven't seen this, I mean, it's called In Your Shoes. And we have shared it on both Twitter and our Tumblr. And it is just, I mean, to me, it is like almost obscene. It's is that the so, one with the like, shoes? Lust- Build, yes, but you don't actually like see that much. So it's um, Dark Ray is standing in front of Kylo and he has his mask on and his cape is all like tattered, but he's in like full uh, armor and he's holding up a red pillow and it has a shoe, like a black shoe on it and it's just dripping blood and he's helping Ray put her foot into oh my God. the shoe. Yes. It says, I love the idea of Ray stepping into Ben's shoes once she goes oh, dark. Yes. He has empathy for her as a former beloved light savior. She can understand his struggle with 
release with releasing her inner demons, naturally he would worship her for it. Yes. And it's also really symbolic of uh Rey as Cinderella, which is like what she kind of is in a lot of ways, right? Like she's this destitute orphan who suddenly got a, a turn of luck or like dragged into this bigger plot. Uh, and now mm-hmm. that she has accessed her force powers, she has come into her own and has become more yeah. powerful than she was before. And so I really like that. It, it's like building on that trope, but doing something more complex and nuanced with it. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. into Not it. Not to mention if she marries Ben, she's going to be a Disney princess. It's right? True. So it's true. <laughs> There's also that. I want to throw out uh, Kiddo Ha. Uh, she is actually a, um, if I remember correctly, she's done art for Disney and Pixar before. She has quite a few here. She's also done Femme Kylo and Femme Rey, and also Male Kylo and Male Rey. And she has some really good uh, Dark Rey uh, art. I really enjoy the way that uh, Kiddo Ha makes Kylo's nose this like aggressive, like, Jut, mm. and she really enjoys like a raised chin, mouth, and hands, and like their smiles are so good. I really enjoy Kidoha. They're very, very good. They post a lot of stuff on Instagram as well. Um, and then the other person I'd like to mention is, of course, uh, After Blossoms. I'm just gonna mm. say there's like four or five that After Blossoms has uh, posted on there, and they are mm-hmm. just beautiful. The one that we posted on ours was um very like. Uh, art deco ish you have ray she's oh, uh yes. standing there with her uh you only see her from the shoulders up she's holding uh her red lightsaber and you have the sith troopers behind her and uh mm-hmm. down from the corner you have a whole bunch of star destroyers and she's standing there and just the angles of the light coming off her it's very uh it feels very military but also has a very 1920s art deco feel did you have anyone you wanted to share I just want to encourage people to just search the Dark Ray tag on Tumblr. Like, there's just a ton of great stuff out there that people have come up with ever since this teaser trailer dropped. So just, like, I just did it right now. I'm on my phone right now just as a cursory glance. And there is just lots of hot, sexy Dark Ray. And also just, like, beautiful art, like... She, we don't have to sexualize her all the time. No, no. And that's uh, where that's actually part of what I love the most about her is when we saw her dark gray outfit, she's not wearing there's no cleavage. She's yeah, just it's angular really, yeah, it's and really, like strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 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 aesthetic that they went with that, like they could have gone Darth Xana or they could have gone. Um, who's the, the is it a red Twi'lek who goes dark? Mm-hmm. Um, and she she wears mm-hmm. like a halt, like a crop sports bra thing and like super tight black pants like bare midriff and that's cool too yeah there's when you nothing, want that you want there's nothing wrong that too. with the sexy sith god knows uh but it was really great that they were trying to re- encapsulate dark ray in this other way and so I appreciated that that take on her. Uh Mariana this is the one that you posted remember uh oh my god yes I just took a DNA test, turns out. Can you tell I'm me 100%. about that one a little bit? Okay, so that one. Okay. Uh, her handle is Rachel at work. So I came across that. I don't, I think it was like in one of the groups on Facebook. So I just, they, they, uh, in the thirst group, I think one of the groups that were on Facebook, they wrote where they got it from. I went and looked it up. I had 
to retweet that because th- she completely embodies that that Lizzo song, Truth Hurts. It's like, I just took yeah. a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Yeah. Or 100% and that bitch. Yeah, yeah, right. They yeah, someone changed it to 100% that Sith and I was like, exactly. Exactly. And I yeah. went like I went on and started changing the lyrics to Truth Hurts to like fit her situation with Kylo because it's true. Like Yeah. She saw that after like after the throne room right. fight and he had to go and be an asshole about it. It's like right. he could have had a bad bitch non-committal. Yeah. Right? Non-committal, right? right? <laughs> he was supposed to hold her down. But he was holding yeah. her back. And then when she right? shuts the bay doors, this is the sound of her not calling him back. And right? she was like, exactly. why am I great till they gotta be great? Right. <laughs> he, exactly. Exactly. This is us as it's, a smut hut. This is our way of subliminally letting you know that Lizzo is amazing and that we are yes. all lesbians in this mud hut Lizzie and that we is. highly recommend yeah. her music uh, so that you can reach your, reach your inner bad bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. I loved how quickly I got responses that it was Poe who was like already in her DMs. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was. It was. It like, was it's Poe. Poe's like- in her DMs. It's Poe. So I just retweeted one on our account, on our uh, the Smuthead account, because y'all have to see this. This is from Clues at Blues Clues Vivo on Twitter. They made this movie poster. It's Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, but it's got dark, dark ray with oh that is beautiful that is look at beautiful that. that is so, so beautiful. basically it's a like movie poster of dark ray and it's got i think it's supposed to be sheev in the background and stormtroopers below her and it's just i just love how how like stan twitter is embracing it so much so i want to call them out and definitely bb kate art I oh, love yeah, her Kate. work Kate. she's gone dark she's gone dark kate and she d- is doing some really good work like some really beautiful art embracing dark ray like it's this is kind of just like what a lot of us were waiting for just this like hot badass villainous and then this Mm -hmm. this one i also wanted to call out and it's more of like art for them like the movie itself and it's by phase runner phase underscore runner they did a quick animation for the official rise of skywalker poster and i will retweet it on the podcast account but i wanted y'all to see it look it's basically like oh, oh there's like wow. thunder and lightning. Oh yes, yeah. The full well, so storm coming to a head. And I will say that the <laughs> uh, the official Star Wars account is trying to raising up, you know, as much as they're going to raise up uh, mm-hmm. artists by asking them to you know tag them in their stuff so that they can feature them mm-hmm. as well because they do want to see a lot of this art. Not that I'm saying that Disney is going to magically give you a job and pay you for mm-hmm. all your time and your effort, but you know, it can't hurt right. to have other people look at your work and uh, tag them in it. You know, if it's seems like it's gonna meet their needs right yeah um and then also just you know for for a good comedy break there's also this great gif that's going around so in the teaser trailer when we see dark ray and we see her um like snap her saber staff out like that right and like Mm -hmm. so it's it's very threatening even though her face doesn't change which i love which is like peak bad bitch right uh, right. There's also this great gift floating around where when she goes to snap her lightsaber, um, when she goes to ignite it, it turns into this like Swiss Army knife. It's so good. Oh, yes. It's so Army knife. Yes. Uh, because um, I mean, on the one hand, you know, and this is I'm not trying to I'm not trying to call anyone out because I think that both are are, are valid uh, viewpoints. On the one hand, you have people 
who are like, you know, this is not a new saber staff design. Like the Guardians of the Jedi Temple had it. And then like there was that mm-hmm. one general, Jedi general in Clone Wars who went dark and like he used this weapon too. So like it's not weird because it already existed, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, like it's it's happened before in the universe. It's a cannon weapon. And like um, that's really not, you know, here or there. But then there's also this mm-hmm. idea of just like, well, it just it looks super unwieldy. You know, um, yeah. like it looks Where a little cumbersome. Where are you going to store it? Where are you going to store it? How are you going to clip it on your belt? What are you going to do? Like accidentally hold on to the other side and slice off your hand? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is me and someone else were talking about this. And I'm just, no, it is cumbersome and awkward and is not an elegant weapon. Yeah. And that's something that definitely Luke would look right in the face and it would turn on accidentally and stab <laughs> him right in the eye. A porg would step on it and it would turn on. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I, I get both sides. Like, I, I appreciate the, you know, because there's a lot of creat- creativity that went into the Clone Wars because we got to have a much wider view of this universe as Star Wars happens. And we got to see a lot more species that are featured in the movies and they all have their own distinct cultures and languages. And so, yeah, like there's all these opportunities for creative detail that happen in the Clone Wars. And like, I don't want to throw shade on that because it's rich with detail. But on the other hand, like me as like a regular humanoid, like Ray, who has like a regular five fingered hand, like Ray, I'm just a little I'm curious about how that works. I'm just saying I can't I'm a wait to see. I it. cannot wait to see what they do with it. It's I, going to be I really hope we get a chance to actually see it in action. So this leads us to our next thing. And I think will be the last part of our episode today is our theories surrounding Dark Ray. And before we move on to the theories really quick, I just have a couple more pieces um, that I wanted to shout out. Um, There's one by Winter of Her Discontent at Winter underscore of underscored her that's called Yield. And it's Kylo under Dark Ray with her. She has like her armband wraps, but she still has her um, her hood on. So we see a little bit more skin but she has her double-sided lightsaber. It appears that they are maybe on a battlefield. But she's like mounting um, him. So the battlefield maybe, is between their legs. <laughs> right. Or maybe hey, they're like a on a Sith <laughs> planet. Because there's a lot of like red going on in the background and kind of like literal sparks flying. Um, and I think actually, I think that was it. Oh, no. Lilithsor. Lilithsor, yes. Has been doing a good amount of uh of dark ray stuff and i think that was all that i had though because the other ones that i had we already talked about because we're so good it's amazing we're so good. i've been like sitting here watching the sith army knife one like, <laughs> the sith army knife is the best <laughs> i'm like 560 of these views yeah okay so those are the last ones that i kind of wanted to give a shout out but of course Keep an eye out for that. If you find anything else that we don't already have, please send it to us. Tag it. Tag us in it. We want to see it. Please, please. Yes. Even if it's your own. I know that there's a lot of creators who feel bad about recommending themselves, but really, don't. please do. Don't yes. Feel bad. Don't feel bad. That's why we're here. Let us know you're here. Okay. So raise of hands or just speak up. Like how many of you think that Dark Ray is solely happening within like a vision? That's me. I also think well, this. I think it's a vision. Yeah, I. That's what I'm saying about the cutaway is like the fact that they could have just revealed her. They could have just shown her doing something else. 
But we start on, to me, what looks like maybe it could be a part of a cave wall or maybe something somebody sees in a vision and then cuts to. Yeah, like it's a like she's a wraith in the darkness or something. Um, but yes. here's the thing. I like now, that. if we're going to go with the theory that this is just a vision that they won't that they're, we're not going to see like an actual dark ray. Um, whose vision is it? Is it Ray seeing herself on some type of inner force journey? Is someone forcing her to have this vision? Is it like the dark leftover in the old Death Star wreck? Is it like Palpatine's residual energy, like tempting her? Or mm-hmm. is it Kylo Ren's vision? Is he being tempted with like what he could have had with Ray? Or is it something that like he was shown that, you know, told him that, you know, she was the one mm-hmm. who was going to turn, right? I I will die if it's dark if it's Ray having like this kind of force vision of herself as dark Ray and she has to like fight her because Daisy when Daisy Ridley was saying you know that Ray's going to be fighting her demons I was like oh fuck physically yes, fighting her demons totally like, possible but I would I would love it I would love it oh no I I was just gonna say I feel like to me it seems just as plausible that it's a vision that she's having where or it. Or vision that, like, I could totally see Palpatine teasing Kylo and being like, I know what it is, like, either, like, you were threatened by her and this is what she could have been or this is what she wanted, Mm -hmm. like, she's your weakness or whatever. So I could see it. I just feel like if it was Kylo's vision that she would be, like, happier to see him if it was his vision, the kind of, like, non-reaction on her face is what makes me feel like it's... What do you think if if it is Kylo's vision, but Kylo, this is the this is the the taunting that Sheev is giving uh, Kylo to bring him back to the dark side because he's given in to helping the resistance. So this is this is that taunt of of, like a smirk. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I I get this feeling that like she's not supposed to be happy to like him because she is an automaton now. She has been taken over by the dark mm. side and that that passion that she has. That's the thing is that maybe she's the complete opposite of Kylo. Kylo is this mm-hmm. like broken, like just like just like his lightsaber, constantly crackling, constantly yes. erupting. And Ray right. is not like that. Ray is calm and mm, cool. Erupting. <laughs> calm <laughs> and cool and collected and the perfect soldier because she has no ties to anyone. She's mm-hmm. been left on mm-hmm. Jakku. So her ties are only to Palpatine and to the dark side. So I feel like I'd be I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up because I feel like I actually haven't told y'all about it. But I want to tell y'all and the listeners that I really, really highly recommend now that more content is coming out, especially because we're talking about this one, that y'all check out Shy's Twitter account. Shy is really good about speculation. She's Meta Machina from Meta Machina. Shy Cheyenne from Meta Machina. Shout out to her and the podcast. She's very like strict about what she content that she consumes because she does a lot of speculating. She did an incredible thread on Dark Ray and on the trailer and went into like detail about comparing it to the the previous two trailers, talking about everything um, from like the dialogue that they use, the way that they present it. It's it's really I'm going through the thread right now. I'll share it on the the podcast Twitter, but I think that mm-hmm. the three of y'all would really like it because she talks about what she thinks that the dark Ray could be. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that they, they, uh, 
Darth Maul is in the montage. Yeah. And why that's important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So definitely like it's definitely worth checking out on Twitter. She's Otzi underscore O and that's O H T Z E underscore O. So I will share it mm-hmm. with y'all in our chat, but I'm also going to share it on the, the podcast account for whoever wants yes. to follow that. Yes, please. I think we were all kind of talking about how we want to be surprised by the movie, but I think that Disney's keeping such a tight lid on it that even with all of our speculation that I think we are going to be surprised. God, I'm so excited. Please surprise me, Disney. Yeah, because one of the things one of the things that I can't help but imagine is that especially because we've seen, I think we've seen what the lengths that Marvel has gone to and Marvel is owned by mm-hmm. Disney, uh, but the lengths yes. that Marvel has gone to to uh, conceal or to misdirect in their mm-hmm. um, in their well, previews, changing the trailers. Yeah, in their trailers. And I'm not saying that that Star Wars has done this because like they don't really they don't quite I don't think they do it like that. But I think that the pressure to keep TROS under wraps given like here's the thing the Raylos and I say this like in a in a good way let me finish what I'm going to say Raylos are the elephant in the room okay because we are like there's no way that Disney doesn't know about us okay oh yeah (laughs) no I literally someone literally just retweeted Retweeted Star Wars asking with four pictures what's your favorite ship hashtag no Raylo doesn't count right exactly (laughs) You know, we're the elephant in the room. And it's like, on the one hand, I think I'm not I don't know how like how much to address to Raylos and to the the, just the greater Star Wars fans uh, uh, at large. But I mean, Raylos are the ones who saw what was really going on in The Force Awakens and they're the ones who rolled with it. Okay, like going all the way back to early fanfics like um interstellar transmissions yeah mm-hmm. and uh there was another oh, one even like thea's work yeah. even like thea. her like young guys yeah, yeah, is work but interstellar transmission is one that was even written about by like actual publication yeah. saying this this was predictive predicted certain yeah. things that happened mm-hmm. in tlj and, and the reason that they do that is because they're nuanced in the star wars yes. like, universe yes. they understand yeah they understand storytelling i'm that you know there's foreshadowing that's happening in the force awakens and but, in the last jedi but, I was thinking about this the other day, though, Sophia, and I was like, fuck, I just realized like a lot of these fan fiction writers are told that they're not real, real fans, quote unquote. But the reason they were able to predict it is because they're so nuanced in how things work. They understand the films. They're reading the language in the films. And exactly. And they know yeah. without watching them either over and over again or extremely like yeah. closely. Paying the fuck yeah, attention. Exactly. Yeah. And so that, that I say all that to say. I wonder how much they're not showing us in the teaser trailer. And I know there's going to be at least there should be at least one more trailer. There's going to have to be at least one more trailer as we get close to being able to buy tickets. And again, like, I don't know how much they're not showing us like like every all the Mm -hmm. clips we've seen so far could just be the first half of the movie. And there's like tons of other shit that's going to go down that we we don't even know. 115 minutes minutes is what I think uh, they talked about during a. a lot of this of John Williams doing um, his interviews during his uh, uh, conducting. Uh, yeah, they're saying essentially mm-hmm. that, that maybe it's about 115 minutes of content that he has to produce music for, um, which I think is yeah. amazing and great and wonderful. Yeah. So he has to produce 115 minutes of new content. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. So these are all the things that we have to consider going into this. Mm-hmm. And but like at the same time, try not to lose our fucking minds. <laughs> so I think. 
I think that's it. Yeah, really. No, I do think that's it. So that that is it for all of us here at the Smut Hut Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our short bonus dark rate episode. And, uh, you know, send us your content. Read those fix. Yes. Goodbye. Thank you, Thea. Thank you, Thea. Get in touch with us on Ko-fi, Twitter, and Tumblr at Smut Hut Podcast. Thanks to our editors, Will Jabba the Hut and Boss Nasty. Lots of love and lightsabers to OK Pianist for our Dark Ray theme song. Isn't it just the greatest? Opening and closing music by Ramsey's Beyond SoundCloud. May the force be with you, friends. 